0: This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information and to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. King Solomon's Mines by H. Ryder Haggard Chapter 17 Solomon's Treasure Chamber While we were engaged in recovering from our fright, and in examining the grisly wonders of the place of death, Gagoul had been differently occupied. Somehow or other, for she was marvelously active when she chose, she had scrambled onto the great table and made her way to where our departed friend Twala was placed, under the drip, to see suggested good HOW HE WAS PICKLING, OR FOR SOME DARK PURPOSE OF HER OWN. THEN, AFTER BENDING DOWN TO KISS HIS ICY LIPS AS THOUGH IN AFFECTIONATE GREETING, SHE HOBBLED BACK, STOPPING NOW AND AGAIN TO ADDRESS THE REMARK, THE TENOR OF WHICH I COULD NOT CATCH, TO ONE OR OTHER OF THE SHROUDED FORMS, JUST AS YOU OR I MIGHT WELCOME AN OLD ACQUAINTANCE. Having gone through this mysterious and horrible ceremony, she squatted herself down on the table immediately under the white death, and began, so far as I could make out, to offer up prayers. The spectacle of this wicked creature pouring out supplications, evil ones, no doubt, to the arch-enemy of mankind, was so uncanny that it caused us to hasten our inspection. "'Now, Gagool,' said I, in a low voice. "'Somehow one did not dare to speak above a whisper in that place. "'Lead us to the chamber.' "'The old witch promptly scrambled down from the table. "'My lords are not afraid,' she said, leering up into my face. "'Lead on.' "'Good, my lords!' "'and she hobbled round to the back of the great death. "'Here is the chamber. Let my lords light the lamp and enter.' "'And she placed the gourd full of oil upon the floor "'and leaned herself against the side of the cave. "'I took out a match, of which we still had a few in a box, "'and lit a rush wick, and then looked for the doorway.' But there was nothing before us, except the solid rock. Gagool grinned. The way is there, my lords. Ha, ha, ha. Do not jest with us, I said sternly. I jest not, my lords, see? And she pointed at the rock. As she did so, on holding up the lamp, we perceived that a mass of stone was rising slowly from the floor and vanishing into the rock above, where, doubtless, there is a good cavity prepared to receive it. The mass was of the width of a good-sized door, about ten feet high and not less than five feet thick. It must have weighed at least twenty or thirty tons, and was clearly moved upon some simple balance principle of counterweights probably the same as that by which the opening and shutting of an ordinary modern window is arranged. How the principle was set in motion, of course, none of us saw. Gogol was careful to avoid this. But I have little doubt that there was some very simple lever, which was moved ever so little by pressure at a secret spot, thereby throwing additional weight onto the hidden counterbalances and causing the monolith to be lifted from the ground. Very slowly and gently the great stone raised itself till at last it had vanished altogether, and a dark hole presented itself to us in the place which the door had filled. Our excitement was so intense as we saw the way to Solomon's treasure chamber thrown open at last, that I for one began to tremble and shake. Would it prove a hoax, after all, I wondered. Or was old Da Silvestre right? Were there vast hordes of wealth hidden in that dark place, hordes which would make us the richest men in the whole world? We should know in a minute or two. Enter white men from the stars, said Gagool, advancing into the doorway. But first. HEAR YOUR SERVANT, GAGUL THE OLD. THE BRIGHT STONES THAT YE WILL SEE WERE DUG OUT OF THE PIT OVER WHICH THE SILENT ONES ARE SET, AND STORED HERE. I KNOW NOT BY WHOM, FOR THAT WAS DONE LONGER AGO THAN EVEN I REMEMBER. BUT ONCE HAS THIS PLACE BEEN ENTERED SINCE THE TIME THAT THOSE WHO HID THE STONES DEPARTED IN HASTE, LEAVING THEM BEHIND. THE REPORT OF THE TREASURE WENT DOWN INDEED AMONG THE PEOPLE WHO LIVED IN THE COUNTRY FROM AGE TO AGE, BUT NONE KNEW WHERE THE CHAMBER WAS NOR THE SECRET OF THE DOOR. BUT IT HAPPENED THAT A WHITE MAN REACHED THIS COUNTRY FROM OVER THE MOUNTAINS. PERCHANCE HE TOO CAME FROM THE STARS AND WAS WELL RECEIVED BY THE KING OF THAT DAY. HE IT IS WHO SITS YONDER, and she pointed to the fifth king at the table of the dead. And it came to pass that he and a woman of the country who was with him journeyed to this place, and that by chance the woman learnt the secret of the door. A thousand years might ye search, but ye should never find that secret. Then the white man entered with the woman and found the stones. AND FILLED WITH STONES THE SKIN OF A SMALL GOAT, WHICH THE WOMAN HAD WITH HER TO HOLD FOOD. AND AS HE WAS GOING FROM THE CHAMBER, HE TOOK UP ONE MORE STONE, A LARGE ONE, AND HELD IT IN HIS HAND. HERE SHE PAUSED. WELL, I ASKED, BREATHLESS WITH INTEREST, AS WE ALL WERE, WHAT HAPPENED TO DA SILVESTRA? THE OLD HAG STARTED AT THE MENTION OF HIS NAME. "'HOW KNOWEST THOU THE DEAD MAN'S NAME?' she asked sharply, and then, without waiting for an answer, went on. "'None can tell what happened, but it came about that the white man was frightened, for he flung down the goatskin with the stones and fled out with only the one stone in his hand.' "'and that the king took, "'and it is the stone which thou, Macumazan, "'didst take from Twala's brow.' "'Have none entered here since?' I asked, "'peering again down the dark passage. "'None, my lords. "'Only the secret of the door has been kept, "'and every king has opened it, "'though he has not entered. "'There is a saying.' "'that those who enter there will die within a moon, "'even as the white man died in the cave upon the mountain "'where ye found him, Macumazahn. "'And therefore the kings do not enter.' (laughs) "'Ha, ha! Mine are true words!' "'Our eyes met as she said it, and I turned sick and cold. "'How did the old hag know all these things?' "'Enter, my lords!' if i speak truth the goatskin with the stones will lie upon the floor and if there is truth as to whether it is death to enter here that ye will learn afterwards (laughs) ha 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 and she hobbled through the doorway bearing the light with her but i confess that once more i hesitated about following Oh, confound it all, said Good. Here goes. I am not going to be frightened by that old devil. And followed by Fulata, who, however, evidently did not at all like the business, for she was shivering with fear, he plunged into the passage after Gagool, an example which we quickly followed. A few yards down the passage, in the narrow way hewn out of the living rock, Gagool had paused and was waiting for us. "'See, my lords,' she said, holding the light before her, "'those who stored the treasure here fled in haste "'and bethought them to guard against any who should find the secret of the door, "'but had not the time.' and she pointed to the large square blocks of stone which to the height of two courses about two feet three had been placed across the passage with a view to walling it up. Along the side of the passage were similar blocks ready for use and most curious of all a heap of mortar and a couple of trowels which tools so far as we had time to examine them "'appeared to be of a similar shape and make to those used by workmen to this day. "'Here, Fulata, who had been in a state of great fear and agitation throughout, "'said that she felt faint and could go no farther, but would wait there. "'Accordingly, we sat her down on the unfinished wall, "'placing the basket of provisions by her side, and left her to recover.' Following the passage for about fifteen paces farther, we came suddenly to an elaborately painted wooden door. It was standing wide open. Whoever was last there had either not found the time to shut it, or had forgotten to do so. Across the threshold of this door lay a skin bag, formed of a goatskin, that appeared to be full of pebbles, "'He, white men," sniggered Gagool, as the light from the lamp fell upon it. "'What did I tell you that the white man who came here fled in haste, "'and dropped the woman's bag? "'Behold it! "'Look within also, and ye will find a water-gourd amongst the stones.' "'Good stooped down and lifted it. "'It was heavy and jingled.' "'By Jove, I believe it's full of diamonds,' he said, in an awed whisper. "'And, indeed, the idea of a small goatskin full of diamonds is enough to awe anybody.' "'Go on,' said Sir Henry impatiently. "'Here, old lady, give me the lamp.' "'And taking it from Gagool's hand, he stepped through the doorway and held it high above his head.' We pressed in after him, forgetful for the moment of the bag of diamonds, and found ourselves in King Solomon's treasure chamber. At first, all that the somewhat faint light given by the lamp revealed was a room hewn out of the living rock, and apparently not more than ten feet square. Next there came into sight, stored one on the other to the arch of the roof, a splendid collection of elephant tusks. How many of them there were we did not know, for of course we could not see to what depth they went. But there could not have been less than the ends of four or five hundred tusks of the first quality, visible to our eyes. There alone was enough ivory to make a man wealthy for life. Perhaps, I thought, it was from this very store that Solomon drew the raw material for his great throne of ivory, of which there was not the like made in any kingdom. On the opposite side of the chamber were about a score of wooden boxes, something like Martini-Henry ammunition boxes, only rather larger and painted red. There are the diamonds, cried I. Bring the light. Sir Henry did so, holding it close to the top box, of which the lid, rendered rotten by time, even in that dry place, appeared to have been smashed in, probably by Da Silvestre himself. Pushing my hand through the hole in the lid, I drew it out full, not of diamonds, but of gold pieces, of a shape that none of us had seen before, and with what looked like Hebrew characters stamped upon them. Ah! Ah! i said replacing the coin we shan't go back empty-handed anyhow there must be a couple of thousand pieces in each box and there are eighteen boxes i suppose this was the money to pay the workmen and merchants well put in good i think that is the lot i don't see any diamonds unless the old portuguese put them all into his bag "'Let my lords look yonder where it is darkest, if they would find the stones,' said Gagool, interpreting our looks. "'There, my lords, will find a nook, and three stone chests in the nook, two sealed and one open.' Before translating this to Sir Henry, who carried the light, I could not resist asking how she knew these things, if no one had entered the place since the white man generations ago." amakumazan, the watcher by night, was the mocking answer. Ye who dwell in the stars, do ye not know that some live long and that some have eyes which can see through rock? (laughs) Ha, ha, ha! Look in that corner, Curtis, I said, indicating the spot Gagool had pointed out. Hello, you fellows, he cried. Here's a recess. Great heavens, see here. We hurried up to where he was standing in a nook shaped something like a sp-